0: hello internet and welcome back to another episode of story Nook. today i'm going to be reading a collection of revenge stories for you mainly while i wait for these people to respond back to me so i can hopefully start a new job because my job that i currently have full-time is not working out so let us begin by reading a Petty Revenge Story by Butterfly Chunks titled, I Retire, I Retrained My Roommate's Brain to Not Respond to His Alarms. So let's go ahead and get started. I was in college, senior. My roommate was a sophomore, but it was his first time living in a dorm. He'd been a pretty lousy roommate, constantly left the room a mess, left his stuff on my side of the room, and on my bed, stole my alcohol, used my stuff without permission, never cleaned up my dishes after he used them, and a bunch of other stuff. I confronted him about all of these issues on several occasions, but got the RA... And got the RA involved with alcohol stealing issue because at the time, he was under 20 once. Things still continued anyways. He asked me once if it was okay if his girl spent the night, which I said no. We were in the middle of a pandemic, plus that's especially weird if I was there. I also had to wake up every day at 8 for work, which he knew, and he would stay up until 2am playing video games some nights. Not to mention, he would set like 10 alarms in the morning with a a bunch of different alarm tones. I hit a breaking point and decided to do something cruel. Every morning when I woke up, I'd observe his alarm pattern and how he'd respond. He had several alarms that he ignored, all of which with the same sound. He had a couple half-hour alarms that had a unique sound, also ignored. And then the fire alarm had its own sound too. All of them were default iPhone sounds. So his brain had been trained to this alarm pattern for a while, I assume. So I started to step one of the punishment. I set up a sequence of alarms on my phone. Identical to his sequence, but an hour early. He responded to my alarms the exact same way he responded to his own. I kept this up for a week and his brain will eventually retrain the sleep through double the amount of alarms as before. Then phase two kicked in, and random inconsistencies in, random inconsistencies in my alarm pattern. Some days I play all the alarms, while other days I would only play one. That his brain was trained to ignore. That way, his brain accepts to sleep through like 20 alarms and only ever hears 11. He slept through his alarm at least four times in two weeks. Eventually, he finally changed his alarm pattern so he only had one alarm and he no longer had the energy to stay up until 2 a.m. TLDR, I psychologically tortured my roommate by throwing off his brain responses to his alarm clock because he was stealing my booze and was a crappy roommate. Which I think is a hilarious way to handle a crappy roommate. To basically train their brain to ignore the thing, and that to me is awesome. <laughs> Forgive me, I am stuffed up, and I hate being just stuffed up. <laughs> All right. All right, I'll cut that out there. <coughs> mm-hmm. Mucus, No job. Please respond. I am still waiting on responses. Like goddamn. I am an impatient child. And on to our next story. Posted by Horse of Round 8. Made sure you left your things in the train. And this story is also another petty revenge story. I guess I technically didn't do anything, but that is part of the revenge. This 24, 28-year-old jerk was sitting in the city train I walked on as I walked in. I was standing during the ride. He was sitting as he's right in front of me. I paid no attention to him at all while I was on my phone, and then randomly I smelled something fruity and realized there was smoke around me. I looked at the jerk, and turns out he was vaping in the train, which you're not supposed to do. I stood back a few feet away, disgusted as I don't have to- so I don't have to smell again. And some people around me noticed, thought it was the most inconsiderate thing. Not only that, the dude looked like he was either drunk or on some drugs. I couldn't tell, but he took out his wallet to look for something, but kept dropping random cards and small pieces of paper and picked it back up to put in his wallet. It repeated for nearly a half an hour. Then I realized he dropped his self-insurance card and the vape itself. He didn't realize it was dropped. I know how it's like to accidentally leave things behind the train and have the sympathy to let people know they dropped something. But I had no guilt. Everyone else was paying attention, and when his stop came, he got up and left. His things were left behind, and it became my total satisfaction. And I think that is hilarious, because, like, dude, why are you vaping on a train? But I'm just like, if you're going to vape, we're not going to tell you if you leave your things behind. Perfectly fair in that case, I feel like. And our next story is another story from Petty Revenge by Zav Vorniki. Called Act Up in Class and Get Gassed Out. Still no response from this, people. This is really my mom's story, but I laugh every time I think about it. My mom is a specials teacher for elementary kids and teaches everyone in the school some classes are great and some are not so great but this one year there was a third grade class from hell brand new homeroom room teacher then let them step all over her anyway one day my mom had horrible gas the night before she had a smart dog and broccoli a bad combo all day she had been running into her back room to spare the kids when that horrible class was ending, they had been just awful to her. She lined them outside to wait for their teacher to come pick them up. As she walked to the front of the line, she crop dusted them all with the most silent but deadly fart you could imagine. Most of the kids were dramatic and held their noses. But one kid yelled out, someone s- farted. All my mom said in response was, who smelt it, dealt it. And all the kids started blaming him. <laughs> And I'm just like, that's one way, especially like when you have like a class of horrible kids to just like handle them and keep their little crazy nicks in line. So that is amusing. And let's go on to our next and our last story because we're at our 10 minute mark. And I like to have 10 minute videos for YouTube, but I might make compilations later. So our last story for this episode is also from petty revenge from jorwin titled hope you like it spicy a long time ago i worked in a call center for very little money we had a shared fridge in the break room and put our names on our food but someone kept stealing lunches leaving someone to go without Every day, HR and management said they couldn't prove who it was, so there was nothing they could do, but they also wouldn't allow us to have coolers at our tiny desk in case someone tripped over them. After a few months of this, three of us got together and came up with a plan. We grew habaneros in our kitchen windows and built up a tolerance. Then we started making our lunches with whole habaneros. The first time that thief got one of our lunches, he went running for a sink to the sink for water, but we'd turn it off underneath. So we went running for a drinking fountain, but we were all three there drinking because the sink was somehow not working. But we did not let him cut in line while laughing our butts off. HR, not knowing we were the ones who did anything to the sink, still tried to write us up, but in the end, they couldn't really get us in trouble for making our lunches spicy as fuck, especially since we'd been eating them all along. He did get written up for stealing a lunch, too, because there was definitely evidence. He left my lunchbox on the table when he ran off. He quit pretty soon after, because absolutely none of the employees would talk to him after that. I totally understand being hungry and not being able to afford food, but we were all in the same situation. We ha- have shared what little we had if he had just asked. It took me years to get my tolerance for spicy food back down to normal, and I admit I didn't actually enjoy those lunches, but it was totally worth it to see the look on his face that day. And I'm just like, that is brilliant. Because, like, what else are you supposed to do with a food thief when the company's not doing anything about them stealing food? You make your food very, very spicy. Text message from my future mother-in-law still no response from these people all right so i hope you all have a lovely day i hope you really enjoyed this episode of story nook and that you enjoyed these petty revenge stories and yeah have a lovely day bye bye